Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. This is the solo edition of Market View because my friend Ryan Huang is uh, sipping a pina colada as he attends to personal issues. Let's start this morning with a recurring segment we'd like to return to from time to time, and that is investing like Warren Buffett. The Oracle of Omaha's investment vehicle, Berkshire Hathaway, reported earnings over the weekend. It netted $6.6 billion US dollars from operations during the fourth quarter of the year. That is nearly 30% higher than a year earlier. If you factor in profits from Berkshire Hathaway's investments in publicly traded companies, the company's profits more than doubled from a year earlier to 37 billion US dollars. Let me repeat that. If you factor in profits from Berkshire Hathaway, investments in publicly traded companies, the company's profits, Berkshire Hathaway more than doubled from a year earlier to 37 billion US dollars. While I pick my jaw up off the floor, Berkshire Hathaway is sitting also on a huge pile of cash, you know, nearly 170 billion US dollars. Berkshire Hathaway is warning, though, that having trouble identifying companies in which to invest these funds is what it is currently experiencing. And that even when it does find good investments, they are unlikely to be large enough to, quote, move the needle at Berkshire. Is this the end of Berkshire Hathaway's days as an investment leader? Well, I wouldn't count the company out. Ever, even if it is currently telling investors that it has, quote, no possibility of eye popping performance. Berkshire Hathaway's share price has rallied 16% since the start of the year. A single share in the company currently trades at more than 628,000 US dollars. And if you're looking to invest like Warren Buffett, take a look at Apple, the Bank of America, and American Express. These are his three biggest holdings, at least when it comes to listed companies. Yes, Apple, Bank of America, American Express. You're welcome. Let's bring the conversation to Singapore now where several companies are reporting earnings this morning. And I have to say, it doesn't look like a pretty picture is shaping up. Citrium is in the red. Raffles Medical's profits are down substantially. And Great Eastern is reporting a drop in earnings as well. I'm going to start with Citrium. It lost 1.7 billion, yes, billion with a B, dollars in these six months from July to December. That is more than 10 times greater than a year earlier. Now, part of this is due to a $170 million settlement for a corruption scandal in Brazil, but most of the billion dollar losses is due to a surge in operating expenses. If we take a look at Citrium's share price, it is the worst performing blue chip on the Singapore exchange this year, down more than 20% since the beginning of January. However, it has remained one of the most popular investments for retail investors. Now, let's switch gears, take a look at Raffles Medical, which is faring a lot better than Citrium, but its profits still plunged by more than 60% during the second half of the year. Raffles Medical netted $30 million. It says the decline in profits is related to the end of the pandemic and fewer COVID-19-related services. The healthcare company will pay a final dividend of 2.4 cents per share. Now, our third local earnings announcement coming into focus this morning comes from Great Eastern, which netted $385 million during the second half of the year. That is 13% less than a year earlier. Great Eastern will pay a end-of-year dividend at $0.40 cents per share. 
Next up, uh, I love looking at S-REITs. So let's start with the Singapore Real Estate Investment Trust, which have been struggling of late, with many REITs slashing their distributions to unit holders. REITs have been facing higher financing costs to service their debts, and in some cases, occupancy rates are down or tenants are behind in the rents. Now, the latest REIT to announce a big drop in distributions is BHG Retail REIT. It has a portfolio of half a dozen shopping centers and retail sites in China, while its income dropped a whopping 80% during the second half of 2023 as compared with a year earlier. And as a result, it is cutting payments to unit holders by 80%. Now, not every REIT is struggling. Healthcare REITs are outperforming. Consider Parkway Life REIT. Its share price is up 6.7% since the beginning of the year and still has a dividend yield of 4%. Parkway Life has a portfolio of 60-plus healthcare properties, which are about two-thirds here in Singapore, with the rest of it in Japan. It recently increased its foothold in Japan with the purchase of two nursing homes in Osaka. Parkway Life also reportedly has plans to enter a third market as well. Time for more corporate news, up or down style. Let's do it, the solo edition, which means you get to play along at home with me. All right, let's start with Intuitive Machines. You remember this name because we talked about it last week. It's become the first private company to land a spacecraft on the moon. Investors are rewarding that feat. Intuitive Machines' share price jumped 15% on Friday. Talk about going to the moon. That isn't up, but hold on. The latest reports indicate that the lander could not remain upright. It tipped over on its side. Most of the lander's scientific instruments are reportedly still functional. The lander is called... Odysseus, let's hope its explorations are as successful as a Greek odyssey. Next up, Allianz and Standard Chartered. What do they have in common? Think about it. Well, both are in finance. You're right. Allianz is also one of the world's best known insurance brands. Mm -hmm. Standard Chartered has a similar degree of recognition when it comes to banks. Both companies have their roots in Europe. Allianz is German. Standard Chartered is British, and that's all well and good. But what we're interested in this morning is what these two companies are doing that will move markets. And I'll tell you, they have both announced billion-dollar share buyback plans, and they both enjoyed double-digit growth over the past year. So that is an up for Allianz and Standard Chartered. All right, next up, let's look at QAF. They're making a lot of bread. Literally and figuratively, QAF owns the Gardenia brand and it sells its Gardenia bread in Malaysia, the Philippines and Australia as well as here in Singapore. QAF's profits doubled in the second half of the year to more than $22 million. Like I said, a lot of bread and so an up for QAF. Our last entry this morning, where does the time go? Fraser Centerpoint Trust. Now, Fraser Centerpoint Trust is often known as the king of Heartland Malls. It has nine properties in its portfolio, including Nex, North Point City over in Nishun, and Water Point Point, Waterway Point in Pongol. So what do you think is Fraser's Centerpoint Trust? Is it an up or is it a down? Which way is it looking? We talked about how a number of retail REITs have struggled off late, but FCT is still paying a dividend yield of nearly 5.5% and its unit price has been relatively steady. It's down 1.7% since the start of the year, which is the same 
as the Straits Times Index. Looking ahead, a number of analysts think FCT is set to join the Straits Times Index. It is already on the reserve list. There are a couple of candidates market analysts think may be dropped from the STI, including the whiskey maker Emperado and the retail group DFI. Joining the STI would be a leg up for Fraser Centerpoint Trust. And just the fact that the markets are talking about it is an up for the REIT, Fraser Centerpoint Trust. Now, my last word today goes to the Chinese electric vehicle maker BYD. Previously on the show, uh, we've talked about how BYD became the first Chinese brand to break into the top 10 for cars sold in Singapore. Last year, BYD ranked number five behind Toyota, well ahead of Tesla. I'll tell you though, BYD cars are on the road here. I mean, the ones you see here are not quite like the ones the Chinese EV maker unveiled over the weekend. Uh, They're less expensive. They're less flashy. On Sunday, BYD launched a car. Uh, called the Yang Wang U9, and it costs 1.68 million renminbi. Let me do the calculations. That's about 320,000 Singapore dollars, okay? This is a sports car that's meant to rival Ferrari and Lamborghini. The doors open upwards at an angle, a little bit like the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And the Yang Wang U9 can go from 0 to 100 km per hour in just 2.36 seconds. For now, though, if you want to drive a U9, you'll need to head to China because it is not for sale here. And that is your very special Michelle edition of Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.